This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. And with a collapse of the former superpower, several powerful factions now vie for control. The threat is real. An evil organization calling itself Scar. only as Scar. Their goal, nothing short of total world domination. Led by this man, known only as Iron Claw. We will be victorious! Not on my watch! Hey everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This is G.I. Joe Extreme, a pretty interesting episode. And this is Knowing It's Half the Podcast. I am your host, Ray Stacanus. I am your host, Robert Clark Chan. I am Spartacus, Gina Ivolito. <laughs> we this is a only show in history with two hosts and one Spartacus. <laughs> uh I can I just say, like, I enjoyed this episode. But seeing as it's one of the last episodes, I really thought that I think that they did some some switcheroos on this, like because the first half of the season with the overarching mystery of like, are they going to find out who who the bad guy is? They're going to unmask him. Felt like it should be the end of the series. And these sort of one off episodes should have been peppered throughout. But ending a series on just a not connected, I guess it's had a little bit of connection. It's had but a lot of connection. Yeah, I guess it did. It tied up some loose ends. You're you're right, but it didn't. It yeah. didn't have anything to do with the overall sort of sort of. No, 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 no. I wanted this story more than any other story. Oh. I don't care if they discover Iron Claw, blah blah blah. I wanted to find out the backstory of wreckage. From day one, and I got it. I tell you what, this might be the best episode of the series. Oh shit! Uh, like there was, I had almost no notes about it. It was just like, this is really good. This is what I wanted to know, and it's paying off in an emotional way. And like, Freight's a dumb dumb, but you know what? Uh, <laughs> bros i know look i liked it i thought it was a good episode i also had very few notes i also thought it was really well written i did like that it finally wrapped up uh wreckage but is this the last episode of this series no it is not there are i think three more okay okay then never mind i thought there was at most one more or this was the last one check it right here mind after this one, there are three more episodes of G.I. Joe Extreme. Okay. All right. All right. I then then I like the fact that they saw the end coming and wrapped up this this wrapped up these loose ends. I hope the next episode is why are the girls leg bones so brittle? I hope they explain that. <laughs> I that got some backstory. thoughts on that. I don't know. I feel like uh, she's been taking calcium pills. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gotten better. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, the- sometimes when a football player gets like their leg like surgically repaired, it comes back stronger than it was mm-hmm. before. And I think it made a situation here after breaking her ankle like three times in the first five episodes. Yeah, she was that like, just was put basically a, bionic. Just put a metal rod in it. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I hope the second to last episode explores why Clancy wears sunglasses everywhere. And I hope no, I, I hope there's that. a Corey Hart tie in. 
Uh, I will yeah, agree with Chan. I thought that I'd have to think back on it. This might be the strongest episode of G.I. Joe Extreme that we've seen so far. I'm not disagreeing with Chan. I liked it a lot. I would put it in my top but three. I would say it to, uh, 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 to disagree with the statement that this should have come before the Clancy reveal. Wreckage cannot get his revenge on Iron Claw if nobody knows who Iron Claw is. So those two things, he had to be uh, revealed before Wreckage could get his uh, big fight scene on with him. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm mostly just sad that this series is ending and we're going yes. off into the great unknown of what might be a terrible next series. Well, I mean, here's the deal. We get a palate cleanser of a few one-off DVDs I think we have three of them, which are about 40 minutes long each. Okay. Uh, so a few like little short movies. G.I. Joe, the Wrath of Khan. We're going to have to hand those around, yes. Um, or I could I could try to burn them, I guess. Not that I would admit to that illegal action here on this public podcast. Um, but I do. I have bought Ninja Battles, Valor vs. Venom, and the third one. What's this like, and and they versus Venom. But where how do they how do they fit into the the world at large? They're I they're one-offs. Oh, okay. So they're not like a continuation of GI Joe Extreme. They're just a continuation of GI Joe as a whole. I'm curious who Correct. who like wrote them and how this even got. Did someone at some point pitch like, "Hey, let us reboot GI Joe for the 10th time." And some exec was like, "Nah, make it a 45-minute movie." Yeah, these, um, if I remember this correctly, uh, G.I. Joe Extreme was the mid-90s. It was like 95, 96. Mm -hmm. These movies started coming out in, oh, I, I should probably look it up, but around like 2002. And I oh. think the purpose of these are to keep the brand name alive. And then yeah. they went on to make G.I. Joe Renegades and Resolute. And then also Valor vs. Venom came after, not Valor vs. Venom. Uh, 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 what is it? G.I. Joe Sigma 6. We're going to get 26 episodes of that. I wonder um, if, and I'm talking completely out of my butt here, sure. but you know how how uh, Sony has to has to do a Spider-Man movie every few years, right? Wonder if there's something going on with GI Joe where they have to uh, they have to like re up the intellectual property or or else it reverts to something else. Probably not. I, I don't know. I mean, I just think they have a toy line that they want to kind of keep going to a degree. And so they just keep making things to keep the property going. But that's so, a new uh, toy line every time. It's it's probably more along the lines of like, you know, like when I when I pitch stuff based on different places, IP, it's probably just writers are, are going in and they're like, all right, I got 10 pitches based on 10 of your properties. We got a gem movie where. All of a sudden, it turns out Jem is an alien, and she's been fucking the computer, and they have a computer like, alien Jem hologram baby. Well, I need and to then know my second this. pitch is about Care Bears, where it turns out the Care Bears are alien, and they fuck uh, they fuck a giant like computer, computer. Yeah, and they have yeah. a half Care Bear Oops. alien, half computer baby. This is my the Hasbro third. universe. <laughs> yeah, that you're, uh, working the, uh, on. the HBC. Yeah, it's our Care Bears in that universe. I threw Care Bears uh, in there. I don't think they are, but they might be now. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first. It's canon. I, I have heard yes, it for the HBCU, which doesn't have <laughs> any other uh, meanings, and so it's totally clear to be used. So this also, is interesting. Has yes. bro. Are you capitalizing as <laughs> and bro? Oh, yes, I was. Ray yes, I always was. capitalizes See. the bro and things. You're yeah, always going to find me real capitalizing the bro. We've you'll, talked about this many times. Look. Find Ray with the bros. 
So here's the deal. Okay, I've, since Gina vamped for me, I was able to look this up. Uh, what we got going on right here is uh, they made a bunch of shorts. They made, in 2003, G.I. Joe Spy Troops, which came as a DVD that came in a box set with some toys. Okay. And then they came out with Ninja Battles in 2004. 2004 also saw Valor versus Venom, which I know also came in a box set with some toys. Okay. And then 2005, you get 26 episodes of G.I. Joe Sigma 6. So okay. it's almost about eight years, uh, or maybe less, six to eight years, between the end of uh, G.I. Joe uh, Extreme and then the shorts and then Sigma 6. And Sigma 6, as we already know, is in, is G.I. Joe reimagined in sort of an anime uh, animation style. And Got then it. in 2010, you get Renegades, which I believe, was that the one? No, Resolute With was Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah, yes. Lorenzo Lamas. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. Uh, he rides a motorcycle, and he's mm-hmm. the only Joe. And it's mm-hmm. live action. It's excellent. I'm and we're definitely going to watch every episode of of that of that show. And it airs right after Xena Warrior Princess. Yes, yes, it does. And yeah. uh, uh, for the record, uh, Renegade uh, had how many episodes? How many episodes do we think Renegade had? Wait, at the top the, of your head, the Lorenzo Lama show. The Lorenzo Lama show. Oh, how many know. episodes? Why would I know that? I used oh, to watch many, the crap out of it, so I'm going to go with many, 39. 39, Chan. 65. 110 episodes over Ooh, five seasons. Good for you, because Renegade. because of Robert Clark Chan, we're going to watch them all. This is now a Lorenzo Lamas and <laughs> Renegade podcast. Yo, I would be into it. 12-year-old Gina thought he was the hottest. Also, well, good for you, Gina Renegade right. writers. Must have been nice to have a writing career when you could actually uh, do 100 episodes of things. Wow. 92 to 97. Okay, yeah, that was that was horny young Gina time. <laughs> Did he just retire on that money? I have not heard of him since. Dude, you do 110 episodes of a TV show, you do retire on that money. Yeah, but he has done other stuff. I think one of them was maybe a reality show, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but but didn't he wasn't he on Big Time Rush? On what? Oh my god. Well, he was in Greece. That was his big thing from you 1978. People, you don't know. You don't know classic Nickelodeon. No, I, I what? No, I no. Why? Why would I? Because you know, stupid like Bluey and other stupid shit. Whoa! 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 We don't take that time is, with that kind of talk about Bluey in these parts. That is unacceptable. Uh, for the uh, record, Lorenzo Lamas uh, works. He works yeah, all I'm the looking time. Him up right now, 2022, <laughs> Sons of Thunder. Lots of episodes. 2020. I mean, oh, this show works consistently. Yeah. yeah, he works consistently. Like you have a chance to book Lorenzo Lamas. Wow. You you can get him, and he will say yes. So that's why he's in Sharknado three. I mean, here's the thing. This is this is just looking at the years that he has worked. This is one of the most impressive resumes I've seen. I'm not talking about the titles themselves. I'm just saying this dude has not had an off year he since he was born. He has a recurring on Phineas and Ferb. This guy gets it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's in with the Nick crew. Uh, good for you, LL. Yeah, as we call him LL on this show. Yeah, here at the Renegade Podcast. We call it <laughs> Renegade of Funk. I like that we started out by praising this episode and saying, "Oh my gosh, it's so good." It it you know it it gave Chan a, a happy heart attack when he was watching it. Yep. Uh, and then we immediately stopped talking about 
look, if you've ever heard this show before, you know we're looking for any excuse possible to talk about Lorenzo Lamas or LL in Renegade, the 1992-1997 110-episode TV show. Look, I all I'm going to say is I looked into, because I'm like, dude, if dude's still like working consistently, either, I don't know if he's the star or if he's just like a recurring role in a series, you know, after all these years, I mean, nothing but respect. I opened up uh, uh, Sons of Thunder, Combat Vet Simon, Motorcycles Across the Country, Hell working yeah. odd jobs. So we got Motorcycles Across the Country. We got the, we got the uh, Goddamn right. Renegade part in there. Working odd jobs. We got the Incredible Hulk thing in there. Mm-hmm. Helping those God puts in his path. So we got the... Um, oh, I love this. Touched by an Angel. What was the one with the... Was it the Touched by an Angel with the guy... T- the touched angel. by an Angel or Highway yeah. to Heaven. Highway to oh, Heaven. Oh, yeah. Highway to Heaven, heaven was great. And trying to atone for past sins in a biker club. Hell so we yeah. got the, um, what's that AMC show? Little Sons oh, of Sons Anarchy. Of Anarchy. Great show. They just mashed up everything. Here's the thing. I, that's a pitch I'm buying in the room. Yeah, I would buy that pitch in five seconds. You tell me <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas is in it. I'm buying uh, it. Not only him. Uh, is Vanessa Angel like a, a former Disney person? I feel like that name sounds familiar. Oh, you're thinking of Chris Angel. He's, he's, oh, you're thinking he's, of the mind he's a freak. Mind freak. Yeah. Uh, Christy Swanson. Hello, oh, original Buffy. Wait, is in the show. I think she's cuckoo pants in a republic anyway. Uh, well, I mean, true. if she's in a religious based God puts them in their way show, this holds up. And she oh probably God, super no. committed do to you, it. Do you know who Vanessa Angel is? Hmm. Uh, Chris Angel's sister. Chris Angel's mother. Chris Angel's step aunt. Who yes. comes in uh, uh, wearing a nighty and says, hey, can you help me with my laundry? And then they have sex. No, she was yes to all of these, but she was also Lisa in the TV series of Weird Science. As soon as go. I looked her up, I recognized her. She's great. Okay. Okay. I like all these people. Yeah, this is a this you like is Dom Swayze. Yeah, because he's in this too. You better get Don Swayze. You better get Frank Stallone. Uh, heck, you better get Hunter Biden in there at this point, as far as I'm concerned. I will accept no Frank Stallone slander, sir. Thank you. I'm saying it as I'm saying I want him in there, Gina. He's he's New Jersey royalty. So, you oh, I know he off. is him and Snooki. Those are the two big ones. <laughs> and Dr. Oz, you have those three big New Jersey royalty. Shows oh, my God. I had no idea that Lorenzo Lamas had a recurring role on Lucha Underground. I am a fan of Lorenzo Lamas. Yes, you, thank you. It only took you uh, like 10 minutes of us praising him. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Ch- Robert do. Clark Chan has the poll quote praising Lucha Underground. Didn't even know. <laughs> Didn't even know Lorenzo Lamas is on the show. I'm ashamed of you right yeah, now. We yeah, were, we were singing his praises to you. You don't believe us until you see Lucha Underground? Absolutely not. <laughs> Chen, do you still have that pull quote picture that I sent you? It's got to be somewhere. You, you should put that back out in the rounds again. <laughs> put that out in the world because Lucha I was watching a commercial for Lucha Underground, was not expecting to see some sort of di- dynamic best show on TV. Robert Chan was not expecting that, but I got it and quickly snapped a picture and <laughs> sent it to Robert Clark Chan, not Robert Clark Chan at that time. Indeed. Um, one of my favorite moments, maybe. <laughs> In fact, yes, Chan, find that picture right now. Put it up. Put it out there. We all need to enjoy it. One of the favorite moments of your of my life. Your life through my eyes. 
It's how Ray re- reacts to the world like a little baby. I'm so sad that now I want to talk about the G.I. Joe episode. <laughs> to make you G.I. Joe Extreme, episode named Wreckage, colon, Revenge. Wow, are we wrecking someone's colon? Yeah. Uh, hopefully. I mean, look, you're the one that spends all your time on that site. <laughs> I was, th- you know what? This title alone got me excited. Yeah, I got th- When you put an exclamation point in the title, I get fired up. But like, um, we, because here's the thing when you talk about where we left wreckage last time we saw him, because mm-hmm. when this started, I had a moment where I was like, didn't we already see this? Didn't we already have a moment where he connects with the G.I. Joes? He realizes he was done wrong. But I guess but he hasn't we, put all the pieces together. Yet. Yeah. So so I think so I guess where we last left him, he realizes like the Joes aren't aren't bad guys because he he was led to believe for a really long time that the Joes did this to him, that the Joes made him this Frankenstein's monster of a of a being well, like he's mad at the military, which is like it feels super yeah. nonspecific very in a very specifically corporate way. Uh, but like, yeah, G.I. Joe sort of lumped in with the military. But that was last time, right? Isn't he over yeah. it? Kind of like, yeah, like I mean, so he was. He, he knows the, there's. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. He, he, he knows that something's off, but he doesn't yeah. know what he has not put it together. He knows that the story he's been thinking isn't true, but he doesn't have a more true story to replace it with. So he's in sort of a fucked up place right now. Yeah. So he like, at this point, when we start this episode, he doesn't really have anything against the individual Joes. And he knows that like, maybe, maybe scar is, is kind of a shady organization, but he doesn't realize that they're the one who, ones who Frankenstein's monstered him. Correct. Right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. You've, you've nailed it right there. Uh, we actually, we open up uh, with wreckage reading a book. And, I, and then he punches a stack of books and I go, take that reading. Yeah, this this you know what? This starts out with a real with a real. He says, nothing gives me solace. Not for a moment. Can I forget who I am? What I am? So good, though. It's, like it's that's very, melodrama at its finest. I mean, yeah. it truly is very, very Frankenstein. Like he's got it. Yeah. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's just trying to enjoy a book. But then he catches a glimpse of his big, stupid metal arm and remembers who he is. Wow. We don't cybernetic arm shame here, Gina. Yeah, thank you. It's not that kind of show. And you can tell this guy's a great student because he really hit the books. Nope. What what are you doing? He really hit the books. You got it going and you just ruined it, Ray. Yeah. he really Ray and I had a nice rapport really, about Frankenstein and classic literature. And then Gina. you came in and took a little toddler wow. shit Maybe. in the in the middle of the room while we're minute. trying to enjoy Thanksgiving dinner. Well, how do based on what you just said, how do you know I said it and Chan didn't? Because you just called Chan Ray. That hurt a lot, Gina. Did we did I? <laughs> no, no, this is not the sort of thing you forget or miss here when <laughs> When someone mistakes you for Ray Stacanus, you remember that. That's a supervillain origin story, if ever I heard one. <laughs> yeah. Quite frankly. I was, a, I was a family man. I had a good job, 2.5 kids. But then one day, the worst day, <laughs> oh my the lady at the bank turned and said, hey, Ray. And I said, what did you call me? I killed 38 people that day. <laughs> This is wow. uh, 
This is part of your uh, uh, falling down reboot, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Instead of getting fired and being abused by a cruel system who can't give a white man a break, it's just <laughs> someone mistakenly calls him race to Canis. You guys, it turns out in falling down that Michael Douglas's character was actually not a good person. Did you know that? <laughs> it's crazy. Film Look, class, I man. I don't, don't want to be all... Uh, uh, hipster about this, but I knew that when the movie came out in theaters, I was working at a theater at the time, and I did not go see that. I could have gone to see it for free, did not go see it because I was like, "That's some white people bullshit right there." I loved I it, man. It. Ray in high school watched that movie, and it's just I like, "Yeah, hit that thing at the gas station." And then at the end, it's like, "Oh no, he's a bad guy now." Oh, and then I look back on me. it, and I'm like, "Oh wait, he was a bad guy the whole time." I definitely <laughs> watched it, and I was like, "This, this is, this is ridiculous. Just fucking deal with your shit, asshole." Oh, it it it, it spoke to me, but also yeah, remember, oh, I was I, like, "I'm 16 sure we're years all old. shocked. I'm sure we're all shocked that <laughs> a Ray... white rage movie spoke to high school Ray. What the fuck? Wow, there, revelation! There was a Twitter meme going around that was basically like, uh, uh." You know, if you identified with these characters, you weren't you oh. were getting the show wrong or you were getting yes. you were missing the point, missing the point. And it was like Walter White and and, you know, all the characters that you would expect, all of the antiheroes that white men the Joker were yeah. like, yeah, exactly. That white men were like, oh, man, isn't he awesome? Like, yeah, he's he's fighting back against a corrupt system instead of it's like guys who misunderstand Fight Club 100 percent. Yeah, because they're the same person the whole time, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just finished my uh, Breaking Bad rewatch today. Really, I just finished my Better Call Saul first watch this week. No, I, I've got to dive back into season two. I had taken a break to rewatch all of Breaking Bad. And then oh I was really I was really milking those last two episodes because they're just perfect. They're so good. They're I have so been good. watching news radio. Okay. Really enjoying it. Chan, you've never seen a Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, or have you seen like one episode? I saw like a season and a half of uh, uh, Breaking Bad. Well, the last three what episodes happened? of Breaking Bad are are the best, the best written episodes, episodes of TV. You know what? You know what's real good? A League of Their Own on Amazon Prime. Go watch that for Christ's sake. I mean, I saw that movie when it came out. Like, you uh, know, it's even Madonna's doper now. And does, hello, gay. Does it have uh, really? really big long peeing scene in it uh no is uh, that a part know, of the movie yeah you don't remember the original when it's when uh uh tom hanks comes in and he's drunk and the girls are like trying to ask him questions and he's holding up a finger to hold on and he like goes over to and he just pees in front of them and someone starts timing him because it's going on for so long it's really funny i, I do not recall that well well if that's not in there i'm not watching i'm gonna start right there uh, you know what? You know what show I did just finish watching? Abbott Elementary, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I watched all did Were you was not expecting you... a surprise Tommy Bechtold appearance in the finale? <laughs> oh, yeah, there was, and I was joyfully gleeful. Did you <laughs> did you get arrested for a hate crime? And this was and someone made you watch it. Is this? Oh no, this was court ordered. This was court ordered after they caught my graffiti. Yeah, yeah for sense. sure. I voted for it for the Emmy. Uh, yeah, that's right, listeners. You heard me say something I'm not supposed to say. Wow. 
got to NDA that. Do we need to bleep it out? Do we need to bleep out that section? So it sounds like you said something truly graphic instead of what you voted for, for the oh, Emmy. I got it. <laughs> okay. We're taken care of. Gina, outrageous. You can't say that on the show. Also, also works, a, right? a Will Graham tweet is the top of my feed because, because Chan just mentioned a league of their own. What? Well, that's how the, yeah. that's how the algorithm works. He's the showrunner. So oh. after Rampage, or I'm sorry, Wreckage punches the books in the first five seconds of this episode. Um, Rampage shows up and he says, hey, fam. And I love this new Rampage. Old Rampage is kind of like one note. New Rampage wears a suit and he's scheming and he's not very good at it. And he's a mediocre white guy being pushed to the sky. And I can I get down with this character now. I think he's very fun now. I thought he was a little boring before, but I like him now. And he says, I've got all your answers of your of your artificial arm and who did this to you come on one mission with me to run these guns to an arms dealer for money and if you help me walk through that which it seems like a very low ask for something so big and wreckage agrees so he says i will do this uh as long as you give me my answers understand if you don't give me the answers at the end of this simple mission it's not going to end well for you. And Rampage is like, ah, I'll figure it out when I get there. Wait, I'm sorry. Yep, yep. You thought that the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde legally insane supervillain was a boring character? I don't think he had a lot of nuance to him. I thought it was just basically like, I fight G.I. Joe and now I'm angry. So I fight G.I. Joe while I'm green. No, yeah, he-, he was like trying to take over countries. He was running for no, that's president. this season. That's this season. This season when his character improved. Oh. I'm talking about season one. That was like three okay. episodes ago. Okay. That was a good episode. Uh, good enough. Good enough episode. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. You've got to see it. The Cobra Maggot. So could end up in a big disaster. Cobra got a maggot to save the master. When the rear car detaches to become a portable battle station, it reveals a hidden command center. Here comes the G.I. Joe Persuader. So real, then real, G.I. Joe Persuader. It's got two long-range cannons and holds up to six Joes. G.I. Joe! Live the adventure of G.I. Joe. Cobra Maggot and G.I. Joe Persuader sold separately. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Um, but I like what's going on. And so they're running these guns, and it's only for like 200K. I mean, look, I'm no arms dealer, but I would think you'd want to get more than just that for a mission that that needed wreckage along with. Look, it. look, back in the well, two things. One, uh, back in the 90s, $200,000 is the equivalent in today's money of uh, $6.4 billion. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. That's, yeah, yeah, that math yeah, is right. Inflation, inflation, Joe Biden has ruined everything. Um, <laughs> it was $220,000 inflation uh, before Joe Biden took office and now. 8.4 billion. So, number 1, that. Uh <laughs> number 2, it's uh it's what you call buy low sell high. He's buying these things wholesale, you understand, and he's going to give them a markup and then he's going to sell them for a lot more. Mm-hmm. So 200,000, you know, you Wait. work that and you you flip it and you turn it into to 10 million dollars. That's Wait, how I that thought works. he was I thought he was selling the weapons. What no, not he, buying them. No, he's buying them to then distribute. He says uh that he's going to like distribute them to his his discreet clientele and officially because the people at home will die if i don't tell them two hundred thousand dollars back in the mid 90s is worth three hundred and seventy seven thousand today that's still not a whole heck of a lot still basically what i said i I like to round up to the nearest 6.5 billion so it's fine uh and and uh uh third it turns out this entire thing was actually just a ploy 
by Rampage anyway, because he's trying to, uh, for, for some reason, uh, Wreckage is just like sitting around reading books and like, oh, what am I? And then his his video phone turns on. I was like, hey, I hear you've been pondering your existence, pal. Tell you what. So uh, I guess Rampage has been listening in. uh, And this is all part of his plot to get them back over into Scar territory. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, to be very uh, Rampage admits to Iron Claw. He goes, look, I know you did it. I have no plans to tell him you did it. But at the same time, like, I didn't really have a plan for how to get out of this situation. I was just going to just going to tell me what what information I need to know about this. Yeah, I really I love the fact that he just jumped wholeheartedly into this for this very simple mission with no end game. (laughs) And like, that's what makes that character fun for me. (laughs) You know, he didn't have an end game for when he was going to take over that country either. I don't think it's a very Cobra Commander kind of attitude to have about things. Yeah, Yeah, I I like it a lot. He's very much like do step one, do crime. Step two, uh, step three, profit. Step you know, three, I, we'll fix it in post. Can I tell you? I feel like it's a little bit more Zartan because Zartan, remember the Weather Dominator? He betrays Cobra Commander with no real end game. He's like, I'm going to take the piece, and then I'm just going to be a player. <laughs> like, it's kind of great. I don't know. I, I, I really know. thought that was fun. I imagine it's kind of like uh, taking. Uh, um, uh, classified documents and just putting them in your hotel and just being like, I'm sure this will be useful at some point. Oh, but Why you can not? decide after the fact, Chan, that they're declassified, even if that's not how it works. And that's a legal defense. Yes. And also you don't have them, even though uh, you have them. And then you actually uh, have the right to have them because. Right. Uh, yeah. I didn't do it until you prove it. Mm-hmm. And then it was okay anyway. Yes. Could be talking about anybody. Could be talking about literally anybody right now. I'm talking about Rampage. Yeah, we're just talking about Cobras doing Cobra yeah. things. Cobras doing Cobra things. Now, uh, G.I. Joe shows up in the middle of this arms deal from the smoke in a badass thing. And it's like every Joe. It's like seven or eight Joes. And they just straight up open fire. Like, I've, I felt a little disturbed by this. Hey, look, they're like, doing a $300,000 $300, arms deal. Let's fuck them up. Let's <laughs> fucking murder Wait, everyone they, here. Who fired first, the Joes or the illegal arms dealers? I think the Joes did. I'd have to rewatch it. No, they it, definitely though. did because uh, the uh, the dealers after that are like, oh, everybody grab a gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, get out of here. The fucking uh, uh, crates to get defense. There's that one moment because Rampage and Wreckage are there for their part of the deal. Wreckage just immediately shuts down the second the bullets start firing. And also, G.I. Joe, bad shots. I will say, Mayday gets hit. She gets shot in yeah, this she, scene. She, de- she does get shot. She gets fucking hit. And it shocked me. A lot of shocking things happen in this scene. Yeah, like Joe there shows is, up you, you actually fire. see her get hit and she goes like, ugh. And then we never see her again. Do not I'm see her again. I'm assuming she's dead. And also, <laughs> yeah, this is this is very much like uh, uh, like wreckage. This is if this was a a serious like hour long drama, or if this was Breaking Bad, there would immediately be like ten think pieces about how as soon as the gunfire starts, he actually gets shot in the head, and everything that follows is his dying oh. moment. <laughs> be- because he he is he seriously just stops and goes into like a fugue state as bullets are flying around him you're telling me not a single one of those bullets hits well, him and he's point. just standing there and he is the biggest yeah. target 
So yeah, yeah, G.I. Joe's a bad shot. That's what I learned from this is G.I. Joe can't (laughs) shoot. They put at least 50 rounds and it was like that scene in Pulp Fiction where the guy just shoots and shoots and shoots. And then John Travolta and Sam Jackson are like, oh, we didn't get a hit. That's basically how wreckage was here. Now, to be fair. They follow up that nonsense with wreckage getting hit by something really powerful. But also this this reinforces my belief that if this was if if this was a heady drama, there would be a reason because there was a reason in Pulp Fiction why he didn't get hit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a reason to get hit here. We didn't. Well, he did get hit eventually by something really bad. And then he makes the point of saying, I have a healing factor, so I'm just going to stand up in a sec. And I'll be fine. He then has a flashback to everything. This is kind of cool. I like this a lot. He has a flashback to like being in the jungle and fighting in like the military and everything that's happening to him from getting wailed on to getting rescued by freight and all of this stuff hits a flashback, but it's also happening in real life side by side. But Freight doesn't recognize that Wreckage is his old friend, Eric. Yeah, because he he looked, first of all, he looks nothing alike. And I get it, dude, because he used to be cute. And now he's some sort of weird, hideous what? freak. I oh, get that that's why he's, he's pissed. way hotter as a monster. <laughs> no way. He's, he's like giant to a point of like when you look at like old Schwarzenegger before he started acting. It's uncomfortable. And the, and the yeah. movie people were like, hey, you, oh, you need mean- to tone it down a little bit sexiest (laughs) see we put robert clark chan in the wreckage on the (laughs) t-shirt and now he feels the need to defend him yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but yeah this is like for for some reason they they didn't just like he didn't just like replace his arm with a cybernetic arm no he He got got like much taller he got much beefier so i don't know did they replace his muscles also his hair color changed his eye color changed like what what did they do to him hair hair style stayed the same yeah they tried to improve him and make him sexier according to robert clark (laughs) i mean they did nailed it Um, say what you will about their uh uh techniques man the uh the results speak for themselves. I mean, he looks good. No, I'm not going to say right now, but he does have the same hairstyle, which I thought was kind of fun. He still has a, he still has the Rachel, which I yeah, thought was a really interesting choice. Black now instead of blonde. That's how Very you know sexy. that someone Very is sexy. evil. Yeah. And <laughs> then Re- I love the battle just sort of ends. Wreckage and Freight are just sort of standing next to everybody who did the fighting. And Lieutenant Stone turns. He's like, what, what is, what is happening? <laughs> Why are we okay? And then Freight's like, I need, so I need permission in this exact moment. Before we even sort out what just happened, me and uh, Wreckage need to take some time, some shore, shore leave. And he's like, you know what? This is a, you know, respect, respect this employer. He says, I don't understand it. It doesn't even look good, but take 48 hours if that's what you need. And I respect an employer like G.I. Joe. Look, if he was listening to this dialogue, there's no, you can't make any other decision. There's nothing going on here from connection between you and Eric. I can feel it. And don't deny it. You feel it too, don't you? Come on now. There's a connection. Don't a connection. deny it. He thinks he thinks they're going to get together. I think that's what I got out of it. One hundred percent. Ain't yeah. nothing. That's and you know, to lose Dennett Stone's credit, he realized that he's like, you know what? You know, this dude has been uh, alone for so long. You know, yeah. this could possibly be the thing. You know, online dating credit, hasn't worked for him. I've, I've said to people before, uh, I think there's a connection. Um, and that's usually when the restraining orders start popping up and I get deleted off social media. So <laughs> what are you kidding me? I have been trying to get you connected for so long. And every single time I'm like, Hey, 
why don't you just run a wire to your router so we can just oh, have God a hard line? You're like, God, no, I love my Wi-Fi. My Where's Chan going Wi-Fi. with this? Now I know where I, Chan's going with this, and I'm angry I didn't see it coming. I thought you were, yeah, I thought you were saying, no, I love my wife, my shitty, shitty wife. <laughs> <laughs> why would I do that? Why would I? Why would I want to get hurt like that? <laughs> so moving on. <laughs> Rampage uh, goes to Iron Claw, and I love this other bit because he says, "Well, now obviously, you know these other guys, Inferno, Wreckage, they're inferiors. Me and you, we're we're equals." And and Iron Claw's like, "What are you even talking about?" Yeah, this I I like that this has actually been an ongoing like an yeah. ongoing bit this season because we just had uh we just had this exact same thing. Was it on one, this one episode yeah. again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it one episode ago where someone else was like, oh, I'm in charge. And like all the people were like, you're not in charge. He's it getting was G.I. Joe extreme. Yeah. But, but like it was I think it was just the last episode. And I love yes. it. I love especially given what's going on right now. I love it when white men in power realize that there's a different white man in power holding the reins and it's not actually them and they're going to get thrown under the bus the first at the first sign of trouble because you see them go from we're all in this thing together to wait, holy shit, he's turned me in? Did he turn state's evidence against me? Wait a minute, what? <laughs> yes. Uh, it could be, again, talking about anything right now. Um, uh, I just, he says, I'm your equal. And I just wrote, ah, ha, ha, no. <laughs> uh, uh, and, uh, Look, you uh, fake it until you make it. That's what I've been told yeah. constantly. But like that this guy p- doesn't have a problem with low self-esteem. No. And to be fair, this moment pays off later in the episode, hilariously and joyfully. And we'll get there. I'll point it out. Um, but, uh, uh, he's, I also say, I also love the moment with Iron Claw because Rampage is like, yo, I'm out of options here. Uh, uh, Wreckage is going to find out that you did it and he's going to want his revenge on you. And Iron Claw is like, you know what? Fuck him. He wants to come here. I'll kick his ass. And I'm like, yeah, that's some that's some strong energy coming off of that's, Iron Claw. And I'm respecting of it. That's not a that's not great. <laughs> I mean, not look, it's not going to work out great for him. Not going to work out great for him at all. But I respect him in the moment being like, you know what? If there's nothing I can do about it, I'm going to face it head on. Respect. I do. <laughs> you know what? I, I think it would be fun. So someone who has a million dollars and a lot of free time, I would like to see these storylines, which are all like really well written. We've established we are G.I. Joe Extreme fans we are i i would like to see them with the original gi joe characters because in this in this case i think if someone said to cobra commander like hey this this dude might figure out that you fucked him over i think cobra commander would do sort of a no he can't possibly can he and just sort of like do a slow spiral panic and that to me sounds very funny. Not that this wasn't great that Iron Claw was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm a man. But I do think that Cobra Commander's reaction would be better for the comedies. Honestly, if Cobra Commander turned to Serpentor and said, we're equals, right? <laughs> <laughs> we all know how that's going to go. Uh, and Rampage's uh, uh, deuces near the end there does feel very Destro-like. It's like, oh, that's the moment that pays it oh, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys, I miss the OG characters. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, that's why they keep trying to reboot it poorly. 
I wish I wish they would I wish they would bring back those exact characters. I'm one of those neckbeards on Twitter that's like, <laughs> just give us what we want. Just give us the original with no changes exactly how we want it. I'm okay. that neckbeard now. Pitching well, you know, it. Kevin Smith does a five parter and then another five parter of G.I. Joe Revelation. Don't joke about that. That's focused <laughs> only on Zorana <laughs> and Covergirl. Don't don't joke about that. <laughs> That's not funny. That's, no. With Duke and Cobra Commander both dying in the first episode. Don't it's not it's not. I've been traumatized. Are you sure this is what you want, Gina? Is what I'm saying. I've been traumatized. <laughs> Can you imagine run Zorana and Cover Girl? That would be incredible. I mean, here's the thing, Gina. If you miss it that much, might I recommend? Signing up for the Patreon and going down oh, right to the vault where we have about all that? of the episodes and you guy. can listen to uh, all the greatest hits where we talk about old G.I. Joe. Actually, I think those are all on the main feed. So Yes, they are. But yeah. don't worry about that. You can get the Know Your Joes. Very important backstory oh, on the uh, Patreon feed. So there's that. Um, so uh, we got cut back to wreckage and ra- uh, ra- uh, uh, freight. And uh, he's anything coming back to me. And uh, uh, there's a line in here, Chan. I need a poll. I need a poll for this one line that made me laugh because I thought it was clever, but I bet neither of you did. I don't know about why, but I bet that's smart. Yeah. Wait, how is that a pun? Because he... uh, Wisdom and intelligence are two D&D characteristics. Uh, that are separate. Uh, wisdom tends to uh, help out clerics and uh, intelligence magic users. Intelligence is knowing what crudite is. Wisdom <laughs> is not putting asparagus in salsa on one. Is that what? What is that like? Some fucking Dave. Uh, oh, oh God, what am I thinking of? Interesting. It, now, Chance the one who doesn't get the topical reference. Wow. What asparagus? And... It's Doctor. Sir, he went to the grocery store and was was screaming about the price of crudite, but he a did not have a basket, so he clearly wasn't really shopping. (laughs) All he picked up was a head of broccoli, some asparagus from some refrigerated guac and some salsa. And then he was like, look at how expensive things are under the Democrats. And then people were like, first of all. What kind of fucking crudite platter are you making, bitch? <laughs> Second of all, who shop? Like, you're clearly not actually shopping. You have no cart. You're just picking up random stuff. <laughs> and then everyone else was like, third, everyone knows you comparisons to shop for the expensive salsas. Well, and two more points. The price he was quoting on the salsa was actually the price of the bruschetta next to it. Not even the salsa he was complaining about. And three, he mispronounced the name of the store. It's like Wegner's. And, and he said Wegman's. No, no. Something, Wegman's is an actual store. He said, so Wegner's. He said Wegner's. There's, there there is a Wegman's in New Jersey. And there's something that ends in Nur. That's not what. But he. And it's funny because he was trying to like prove like this is I'm in New Jersey. And like everyone from New Jersey was like, you just mashed up two fucking grocery chain names. Amazing. You clearly have no idea. What you're talking and about. so the actual grocery chain that he filmed that in made a tweet just today as we record in favor in favor of Dr. Uh, in favor of uh, his opponent, Fetterman. Yeah. Like, very specifically was like, this guy's a clown. Here's all the ways he's a clown. Vote Fetterman. I was like, kind of, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, the thing that sucks is that like, it's, is that Dr. Oz is a, is a crazy person and, and he should not 
like he he should be discredited but like fetterman is still like fetterman is still a republican <laughs> you know what i mean it's like i hate when they make us say like yeah go other guy fetterman was the bernie associate running in that race he defeated the moderate uh isn't it isn't fetterman the aren't they running oh i guess he is no you're right who was who was dr oz running against in the Republican runoff. Oh, geez. And I, now that's the step that I, 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 my knowledge base falls yeah, right off. Yeah. That was, that was, that was where I was just like, oh, come on. Like, don't make me. Don't make it's, me. it's almost <laughs> like, um, one of the two political parties has decided to do nothing but run celebrities this time mm-hmm. uh, of different ilks in hopes that that's just good enough to hold on. Uh, just, just saying. Yeah. I'm sure that people listening to this podcast 10 years from now will be like, what's a Dr. Oz? No, people 10 years from now are going to be saying all hail and glory to <laughs> comrade Trump. <laughs> dude, that what dude, is this dissonance? There, have you seen that man? He, there is no way he will be alive in 10 years. I'm shocked that he lives another 10 minutes every time they show his face. He looks like he's melting from the inside. Look. Gina, you need to play more Fallout. He's going to be a, a, a face on a machine, <laughs> and he's going to continue everything. He's like he's going to be a Mar- he's be a Marvel character that's just a head on a screen. Yes, he's going to be that one Captain America Nazi guy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. Yes. Um, anyway, this episode of GI Joe Extreme, uh, another another exciting moment. Um, uh, 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 Oh, okay, so uh, the anything coming back to you? So wreckage says uh, you left me behind, and freight says no, I was still fighting in the battle. You got hurt. They took you to the hospital. They told me you died in the hospital. Would not let me in. It turns out you were abducted for experiments. I can still see how he would blame the military. Can I just put that out there right now? <laughs> That's not a good look for the military right now. I mean, here's the thing: the VA has never been good. Uh. And voice now, actors are great, Chan. How dare you? <laughs> it was uh, like it's bad enough that they're not uh, treating uh, um, uh, soldiers and vets today, but back in the day, they were straight up uh, experimenting on them. And that is Scar, fact, yes. you know, was running things, and you know, that's it's uh, all true. And, uh, and they run into it. They run. They see some people running through the ruins. So they run in and grab them, and it turns out they have similar cybernetics to what Wreckage has. One of them talks just like wreckage. And it turns out those were the failed experiments that were never supposed. They didn't want to kill them. Okay, nice. No, they also never, well, never wanted to release them. Yeah, they escaped. So we don't know that they weren't going to kill them. Um, it seems like they live because it says they were digging tunnels for many weeks. If yeah. they were just planning on killing them, I would have thought they would have been killed before they had a chance to escape. That's because yeah. they're just like, well, oh, we failed experiments. Oh, so we can go. Hmm. No, <laughs> not so much. I don't. Come on. No, that's bad. And then it turns out this is where wreckage gets the big reveal. He figures it out because they say who was the one doing the experiments and the, and the other failed experiment guys are just like he had a skull mask and a big iron claw. Hmm. Oh, no, hmm. I figured it out. <laughs> it's kind of a hilariously silly moment. And I was here for it. I loved it. It was pretty great. Great moment because Eric, uh, now he's he figures out um, that he wants to, uh, oh, I am Eric. 
this is my story. This is what happened to me. I'm going to go fuck up Iron Claw, as we all knew. And Freight says, no, there's a way to do this. Just showing up at Iron Claw's place probably isn't a great idea for you. And he's like, I'm a superhero, bitch. I'm fine. They fight. And he uh, shoots out a, a wreckage, shoots out a branch that lands on Freight's head, knocking him unconscious. That that hit him really hard, like real, real hard. Apparently, yeah, he's clonking him with his goddamn cybernetic arm, and then uh, just Not a, a big deal. A tree branch, just a clunk. Tree branch, uh, tree branch takes him out. But also, uh, it would be remiss to not mention the real strong "they live" vibes in this uh, fight. Ooh, uh, yeah, really digging on it. Okay. I mean, I didn't see a, 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 a suplex into a garbage bin, but I mean, you know, we, we got there. I mean, I don't think you were looking hard enough. Maybe I wasn't. No, that's a fair point. Um, and here comes act three. Here we go. Here comes wreckage. This is what I wrote. He's just tearing through. He just shows up at Iron Claw Island and he showed up like he was Ezra Miller showing up to Hawaii, just ready to fight everyone. <laughs> yeah, but don't worry. Uh there can just be a statement released and everyone on Twitter will say, let's forgive this white person. <laughs> not yes. like, not like the light slap that Will Smith gave someone. And then everyone said, this, well, no. this person should never work again. Never no, work when again. you kidnap an indigenous woman, beat up another woman, break into someone's house when they're not there and steal a bunch of shit and then get into like two other fights uh the and and you say like whoopsie i was sad then then people are like no oh, this white person is well, sad gina they were sad i mean what do you what do you want <laughs> thank you um <laughs> and I, and this is the moment where i say it pays off uh rampage and iron claw are talking and Iron Claw correctly goes, you know, you say we're equals. Why don't you get there and take care, go down there and take care of Rampage? And Rampage is like, ha, 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 no, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to leave. Go fuck yourself. You're the boss here, man. You're the <laughs> boss. It. You're in charge. <laughs> Bye. I want to know, like, what it. what kind of life do these uh, soda Frankenstein's monster ex-soldiers, what, what are they going to be? What are they going to be doing? After well, this. obviously, greeters at Walmart. That's be okay. My first all right. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Why do they all? Why do they all talk like that? Also, you're telling me there's a, there's not one that has like a high pitched voice. It's like yeah. Well, yeah. They it, did some bad stuff to my brain. Honestly, uh, like legit. If yeah. they were like uh pumped up their testosterone to crazy levels. It yeah, I guess that's well true. The voices in that way. Isn't they... there like a, a gland or something that causes you to get big and it's in your neck? Uh, uh, no, no, gland. you're talking about a magic Zoltar machine. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the magic Zoltar machine. That's in your neck. It's a gland it's in, in your, your neck. neck. And it makes it if you mess, start messing with the neck, they'll start talking funny. I, I you know, I'm, you know, uh, I'm here for but it. But also, I, I'm not 100% sure how this works, but I believe uh, that people who uh, have been on AIDS medication for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if there's steroids involved in that or if steroids are something that uh, uh, they have to start taking at some point to wait, like, make wait, up for wait, the stuff wait. that's broken. You um, saying, are you saying no, all these failed experiments have AIDS? I am not. I'm saying that uh, uh, taking certain hormones will actually do that and make your voice gravelly. Mm-hmm. Like you think they have HIV? Kind of talk like this, kind of. Um Okay. So, they got the HIV. I mean, that's no uh, longer a death sentence like it used to be. So, well, no, I was saying people who not are at taking all. Uh, 
medication for that. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's not an ideal situation, but it's definitely not as bad as it was 30 years ago. That's for sure. Good job, Magic Johnson, uh, curing himself. What are we doing here? <laughs> Ray's, Ray's got a Wikipedia page open about AIDS. This is I do bad. not. I just lived through it, Gina. No, I didn't have. Okay, hold on. That Jesus came Christ. out very wrong. Whoa, that came, hold on. Hold on. on. I got to oh, set the so record straight here. Oh, God damn it. Look, we end up with the biggest fight scene. Um, uh, Honestly, one of the best fight scenes of the show. Iron Claw shares, uh, goes down with wreckage, and uh, they start just going. And I'm like, this is great. Iron Claw's like grabbing swords out of the wall and like cutting pillars in half. Which is a callback to the fucking season one. Yep. When Stone is fighting him and uh, Iron Claw pulls out a sword. Oh. He's like, that's kind of dope. Yeah, that's this is move cool. uh, and wreckage. And in the psychology of this, Iron Claw is probably a little better trained. He's a little more uh, agile. He's got, and it's his home turf, but wreckage has a healing factor and he's ridiculously strong. And he also um, has no time for shit. Iron Claw pulls out a little detonator and starts and starts monologuing. And he's like, oh, and all I could do is move one of my finger. And he just like, wreckage is like, shoots a laser blast out of his finger, blows out the detonator. And he's like, fuck you and i'm just like this is great it it is really great too because like iron claw uh he's full of himself the entire episode he's like yep bring him and then you know obviously uh wreckage mows through all of his forces and he's like no i got this you know uh he thinks uh, he can win he absolutely thinks he can win and i respect him i've got this little button here it's gonna blow up his arm it's gonna be and i'm gonna tell you about it because that's how that's how much i got over you uh, so it's like it's genuine, like character-driven stuff, and that's yes. fantastic. It was really fun, and the, some of the actual moves were fun. Uh, and at the end of it, uh, Wreckage uh, gets over on Iron Claw, like just absolutely is just starting to take over the battle. However, they end up in a classic wrestling test of strength, where it's back to even again. Iron Claw is able to reset the table in the fight. At which point, Freight shows up and uh, tries to start talking sense into Wreckage saying, don't kill this man. We can still redeem you. Like, you haven't done anything really bad yet. He should have let, yeah. let him kill him. I'm just going to say But I it. like that Iron Claw turns and goes, oh, my guy's all left so I could fight you one-on-one, and you're bringing a Joe in here to fight me two-on-one, you big old P5. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as soon as he, like, goes in... Yeah, like basically he dis- he distracts him to be like, no, you're better than this. You're better than this. Don't kill this super villain. And then like fucking Ironclaw moves a hatch on the wall and escapes in a in a crawls out, in a, crawls out a doggy pot. door. Yeah, That's and I was like, of out a doggy door. Like, have you Wonderful never ending? Have you never watched a movie? Of course, he has escape pods or all any over. episode of this show. Sure. <laughs> I just love that he leaves crawling on his hands and knees. It really does, like, symbolically, I think that's good writing. He doesn't care. He doesn't care that he just... He doesn't. He just wants to live. He doesn't care that he he had to crawl. But it's proof that he got humbled in this fight. No, and it really just it's shows not. At the end of it, of course it is. He's how he's superior to everybody. He's everybody's boss. Of course I will destroy wreckage when he shows up. And at the end of the battle, he's left crawling on his hands and knees like a dog. That is I wishful think thinking. Great. He crawls for two seconds and then he, he escapes from the other side. And he's like, well, I'm going to go to one of my many islands. No, I, I, I don't think I think you're thinking of long term. I'm thinking of just in the moment. 
and Gina just punched her microphone in anger at me. Saying <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Chan. <laughs> How you dare you rat me out. <laughs> <laughs> Gina, you could have just eaten that and we all would have thought you tougher for it. I mean, here's the thing. You you attribute you attribute things to me that I didn't do and when you attribute things that I say to other people that they didn't say. So no matter what it is, you're going to choose the option that blames me or it doesn't give me credit. Yeah, you know, as me I mean, raised true. to Canis, that's exactly the sort of thing <laughs> that I do, Gina. Look, you um, shouldn't both have the same first letter of your first names if you didn't want people to confuse you. That is on me. I I, I do acknowledge And both that. our last names end in S. Robert Clark Chans. <laughs> Are we going to finish this fucking cartoon or what? Yeah, yeah we're, we're almost at that home stretch. Yeah, we're, we're okay. So uh, we're now in the uh, the epilogue. Uh, his name is Eric Alexander. That's no, Rekich's no. Real you name. Uh, this is this is where they're like. Remember when we used to blow stuff up together? Let's blow <laughs> stuff up together. This is like my favorite part. Yeah, is it, it because this is the only part where I was like, I what what's happening here? I remember the opening the the first episode of GI Joe Extreme where they ended it by shooting the word GI Joe into a rock, and all of us were sort of like, "Oh, I don't know about this." This felt like that. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying the actual moment when they're like blowing things up, but when they turn, when he like turns to him and he's like, "Hey, you remember what we used to do together?" And he's like, "Sure, I do, buddy." I was like, "Oh yeah, he's getting his humanity back. Frankenstein's monster's getting his humanity." No, that was back. cool. Yeah, and, and he says, do you want to join G.I. Joe? And he says, I really need to go and find myself. No, hold I, on. I we, just took we in a lot finish. of information. We didn't yeah, you're talk jumping about around. when they're like, yeah, we used to be a team in the field. We were a demolition team. Oh, that's and right. Yeah. how do they use their vast explosive <laughs> expertise? Here come the robots about to uh, go walking into the big door in the mountain. There they are above them holding two big explosives. And they just drop them down on the robots. <laughs> Boom! That's no, it. They I'm didn't a... set anything. They didn't plant. They didn't like, like cave in the fucking I'm tunnel. They're just they like, built those explosives. I'm assuming they MacGyvered those explosives from what they found out of out of gum and a toothbrush that, that was in the base. Yeah, like I'm guessing that they knew the exact measurements of things to add, and that's the hard part. Then, yeah, once you've got it, just drop it on their heads, like acne style. This holds up because Gina's all about results <laughs> and results got it done. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they, um, they successfully escaped. So who's the fool? Thank you. And uh, there is a really good, again, a good character moment where he says, shake a freight says to wreckage, shake my hand. Wreckage starts to push it out, realizes the robot hand pulls it back. And he, and Refrain says, my friend, that right hand is the only right hand you have. That's the one I want to shake. And they do. They do the the beginning of Predator. You son of a bitch. And they shake hands. And I was just, I, I teared up a little bit. I was like, you know what? That's accepting a friend uh, who's changed. And <laughs> and I just, I just, I, I respect that. I'm not going to lie. It was a great moment. I was hoping that like his grand gesture of like, I'm going to shake your freak hand. I I was kind of hoping that <laughs> his, his cybernetic arm 
would choose that moment to go on the fritz and crush oh every god. bone in Freight's hand. Oh my god! So that then they would be like, "Oh, oh my god! I was just trying to be nice. I was trying to accept you for who you are." And he's like, "Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I've never shaken a hand with this before. I didn't realize there was so much pressure. I'm so sorry." And he's like, "Get away from me, you freak!" I know you at home are thinking the same thing I am right now. Get Gina a TV show already. <laughs> this is the stuff we need to see on the screen. Uh, but yeah, and also, here's my question. Here's my yes. question. So he, you know, wreckage, he's he's officially become whatever, Alan or Kyle, whatever name. Eric. Eric Alexander. Some, Come on, Gina. White God guy double it. name that they do. Eric Alexander. That's true. And he's like, and, and you know, Freight Train is like, hey, like, do you want to join the Joes? And he's like, no, no, I've got some, I need to find myself. I need to go on a journey. And I was like, I would love it if just the next episode you see him working at a bank. (laughs) He's just like, because what? Like you, you have limited options, sir. And right here is a guy that's like, hey, you know, you used to be a supervillain. You're going to have to disclose that on any resume. Was he ever convicted of a felony? I don't know that he was, Gina. (laughs) But like, and I'm assuming that, 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 you know, uh, that Ironclaw went to great lengths to like erase who he was. He got rid of his birth certificate. So like take the job from the guy that's basically saying like, look, no background check. We get benefits. You're already trained. You're already trained for this. Take that job instead of like, I think as soon as he leaves there, he's going to be like, Oh, this Starbucks is hiring. Okay, I'm gonna go in and fill out. A, and as soon as he opens the door, they're like, "Sir, sir, sir, we close in five minutes." Sir, what are you doing here? I just wanted to ask about the job. No, no, sir. And then he's like, "Oh, this bank is hiring. Great." And I just want to see what his ne- what he thinks his next career is gonna be. Look, his hey. next career is obviously in pro wrestling. I mean, let's just keep as a healing factor. He's enormous. He can Gina, barely talk. Gina, I agree. <laughs> I think that someone who doesn't have any prospects in their current job should definitely go and get a job at Starbucks because it's just like a coal miner oh, whose no. job isn't going to be there in a oh, little no. while. Or like someone who's, I don't know, Working in Hollywood, <laughs> trying to get work from streaming services that don't pay shit anymore. Oh, no, I mean, I would, are you are you saying I, are you implying I would not take a job at Starbucks? I would totally take a job at Starbucks. I'm above no jobs, sir. My point is that this guy turns down a very good job that he is offered for no real good reason. I'm I'm pretty sure if he said to the Joes. Hey, I, I'm going to join you, but right off the bat, I'm going to take my two weeks vacation time. They would be like, yeah, okay. I can see how you might need a little R&R after blowing up all those things and figuring out who you are. Take the job, man. <laughs> I just realized that there's going to be a moment where I walk into the Starbucks at Universal City Walk and both Chan and Gina will be working there. <laughs> and I will have no choice but to quit whatever I'm doing and also sign up that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. We're going to be the only Starbucks with the podcast closet. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, the only Starbucks? Be. I'm pretty sure oh, yeah, they all yeah. come yeah. with them nowadays. <laughs> That's probably true. Um, what I would say is that there's, it's an open invitation to join G.I. Joe. Let's face facts. If Wreckage shows up six months from now and says, I want on the team, they're going to say yes. 
so it's not like he's got any sort of like time thing. I assume he's fabulously wealthy from all the crime he's done. And so he's, you know, t- you take a vacation. You go to Euro I Disney I wreckage. Think you, you I think find you overestimate yourself. how much uh, uh, the muscle slash lackeys are making. Like, sure. Dude lives in a cave with a few books. Yeah, you know who oh, else so you're did saying that? His, Howard Hughes, sir. You're saying Howard Hughes. No, I think Chan's point is his overhead is low, so he's been banking his salary for years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know who also did that, Chan? Osama bin Laden, and he did all right for himself until that one day it's true i heard he was working at a starbucks for a while i mean as far as i know <laughs> making I mean, podcasts he, in the break room i don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore but i will just say i think wreckage is money put away that's what i'm saying i you know what i do like the fact that they end it with him having a monologue aloud to himself saying work for gi joe maybe someday Maybe someday. Oh yeah season three he definitely would have yeah oh, 100%. I, yeah I'm still, i would have dug that I'm not convinced. Like, I don't think we see wreckage again unless they made a plan to put him in the finale to like hit I- Iron Claw at a crucial time. Here's the thing. Like, I would love it if the finale comes down to an all out fucking brawl between the Joes and Iron Claw's crew. I would love to see like the Red Baron lady killing some people like they're straight up dead. And I and and steel Raven. Yeah. The Red Baron. Uh, the Red Baron from, from Snoopy. Yeah, yeah, you know. Okay. No, I just want to make sure my, okay, yep. But, like, <laughs> I would love it if they are, if they're, like, if the Joes are, like, five of them are dead and there's only three left and all looks Jesus. lost. And then, like, wreckage comes in, like, Gandalf the White and, like, just turns the tide. I would love it if that's how this show ends. I want to see a moment with a tunnel that's very, very small and very, very windy. And the Joe team looks around and just says, man, the only way somebody could get through there is if they had a broken ankle and Mayday just turns to the camera and says, I got this. Okay. And then she breaks her ankle and then gets through it. Okay. Pulls it's horribly switch, misogynist, right? <laughs> and the portcullis goes up and they all get inside the castle. Okay. That's how I'd write it. All right. I'm also not a TV writer. <laughs> I am much closer to being a coal miner than a TV writer. I will say that. <laughs> oh my gracious. And that, that's, that's the, the end of this episode. That is the end. Uh, I agree with Robert Clark Chan. This is one of the strongest episodes that we've had. Maybe the strongest. I'd have to go back and look at my notes again, but uh, really I felt like the last few episodes was the, this show spinning its wheels, but that they did have a specific like end game in mind. And if this episode is the first one of that end game, I will feel real good about where we're, where we're headed for in the finale. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would, I'm eager to see what other threads they like loose ends. They tie up. I, I really hope these last three episodes are all tying up loose ends. Yeah, I wouldn't mind like a silencer, eagle eye. I mean, we didn't, we got some closure, but not like full closure. Wreckage basically got full closure here. Um, you know, Inferno, he's sort of just doing his own thing. I don't know. I don't know if that guy's got a place. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, Clancy, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of angles we could go. I feel like they're doing an excellent job paying off their storylines and, and keeping storylines going, quite honestly. Um, and really, and really just paying it off. Um, I like that. And I like this show, G.I. Joe Extreme. You should go on IMDb and give it a 10-star 10, 10 review. Because it deserves it. It's excellent. It's good. Come on, people. 
You could make a difference. You could make a difference. Speaking of making a difference, anything you guys want to plug out here? Nah. All right, well, check out Reclaim Detroit. Oh, God. <laughs> Episode three just came out uh, featuring uh, me as the lead character in it. Could you believe I wrote a part for myself? Wow. What a dick. I mean, sure. Go to IMDb and watch all my videos, I guess. I got a I got a House of the Dragon interview that I did where they talk about which Sesame uh, Street same. characters they want to play them. Look, uh, I flat out loved that. <laughs> yes. It oh, was fantastic. thank you for watching it. Mm-hmm. I have another one that's really fun that I, I just noticed that they posted where I asked them what 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 role would each character play at a drunken family dinner, family holiday dinner? I almost said Thanksgiving and then I remembered they were all British. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, they go into detail about who's the drunk uncle, who's the uncle you don't want anyone, any kids to be left alone with. It's very fun. Jesus. (laughs) They might, they might not have put that in the video. (laughs) That is a very specific uh, question. (laughs) Which one is a kitty diddler specifically? Which member of the cast would you have fully expect to have raped a child? I mean, here's the thing. We've all seen Game of Thrones. That was there's a lot of that going on. Uh, but yeah, and then there there will maybe be a third video where I say to them, the Iron Throne is very stabby. So what would you like your Iron Throne to actually be made of? And someone gives a very fun answer about golden retrievers. I like it. Yeah, like but, but go check it out. They talk about which Sesame Street character. And some of them say Muppets because they don't know Sesame Street characters, but it's still fun. They're British. Yeah. I mean, most of them did. Two of them said specifically said that was a that was formative to my childhood. So Sesame Street was formative to their childhood. So Well, I would hope so. Well, Everyone. I don't know when that when uh Sesame Street proper showed up in the UK. And it like was some- made in the UK. Yeah, but did it air? Oh, I'm sorry, there? Muppet Show. Muppet Show was made. Yeah, in the UK. That's, that's why they would know it better. I would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially think so. like older, older people. You know, we olds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun, fun interview. Fun, fun uh, video. The editors did a great job. They used all the Sesame Street clips that I found for them. So now I want Gina to get a job writing on Sesame Street, only because I know how amazing <laughs> that would be. And here's the scene where Elmo plays chess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we both know it'll happen. <laughs> it's not a shade. It's just, yeah, happen. It's just the truth. So check out Reclaim Detroit uh, anywhere that you <laughs> podcast. Reclaimed Detroit or go to Vampire Detroit on Twitter, VampireDetroit.com or go to IMDB and see Gina's awesome interviews, uh, which I just found out about. I didn't know that that was a thing. So now I have to go check those out as well. <laughs> So get excited about that. Uh, in the meantime, you can hit us up on the socials. We already talked about it, but patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. If you're a fan of the show. You want a whole bunch more episodes. You like what we're doing. And you'd say, gosh, there's only like 250 episodes on this feed. I wish there were more like 450. Well, I got good news for you because if you go to the super secret vault, uh, which I'm about to add a video of us watching the Harlem Globetrotters episode, uh, by the time you hear this, that video will be in the vault and you can watch it anytime you want to with us, with the patrons watching this Harlem Globetrotters and having some fun with it. And that was a lot of fun talking about that. And otherwise, you can hit us up on Twitter or Facebook.com slash no except the podcast on Twitter at G.I. Joe podcast. But individually, I am at Almighty Ray 
at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And that has done it for yet another very good episode of G.I. Joe Extreme. Seriously, IMDb.com only has 158 ratings and now has it at a 5.3. 5.3. You could go on there, throw down some tens, and change the course of human history by giving this show the respect it deserves. Good night and God bless you. Situation critical. Roll call! Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters? You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. GuttingTheSacredCow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films.